Hi, I'm Harry. Hi, I'm Rory, and you're listening to Games on Film. Yes, welcome to our 51st episode. Gosh, what a performance I'm doing. I guess I'm just a little bit excited because not only am I here with my brother Rory. Hello. (laughs) But we also have a very special guest. We have the very talented, amazing comedian, podcaster, performer, actor, singer... Suze Kempner. Hi, thanks for having me. It's very happy to have you here. Um, We also are actually recording this in in Rory's place of work and it's just, it's the grandest. It's amazing, it's like where I imagine Indiana Jones would record this podcast. It it looks like Indiana Jones' office. Very much so, (laughs) which I don't know if that's a compliment because this is like, this is 2020 and Indiana Jones lived in when? Nineteen um, thirties, nineteen thirties to fifties. They're doing yeah. another one, and I think literally everyone is like they're doing another one. They're doing a new one. Oh my god! And it's okay. supposed to start filming this year, and I think I hope Aaron... it's Indiana Jones in the eighties. Yeah, he, so he goes to see Raiders of the Lost Ark at the cinema. God, that, that boulder just fully takes him out. That's <laughs> very depressing. But anyway, <laughs> having already been sidetracked by Indiana Jones' possible sequelitis, we're here to discuss a film which I think. We have been waiting to see since we started the podcast. Did we you have... start the podcast in 1991? That's when, when <laughs> we I started waiting. We did. Yeah, we cassettes <laughs> recorded them. It's very interesting. I would yeah. have been, I think, about 11 or something. I've worked. No, don't, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> look at your. We are tackling the one, the only, Big Blue, Blue Blur, Sonic the Hedgehog. I might edit some of that introduction out. (laughs) But yes, what are our feelings on Sonic? What's the room's vibe on Sonic the Hedgehog? We've got you in specifically, Suze, because you have done a whole comedy set based on Sonic. I've done currently a whole show called Super Sonic 90s Kid at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2018. Mm. And then last year I did a show called Mega Drive at the Fringe, the 2019 Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, which was largely about Sonic. <laughs> so, yeah, Sonic is a, a, a big fixture in my life. I had a Master System, then a Mega Drive in the 90s. I wrote Sonic fan fiction. Oh, I, uh, please played... tell, me, what, tell yeah. me the plot, please. Okay, so... One Sonic fan fiction. How my, does that go? My main Sonic fan fiction, which I'd hoped would be uh, turned into a movie, alas, not yet, was, um, it was called The Incredible Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is quite arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) It was a novelisation of 8-bit Sonic 2, uh, not Sonic 2 on the Mega Drive, Sonic 2 on the Master System and Game Gear, but I knew I had to pad it out, because I was seven, but I wasn't an idiot. Um, (laughs) So you sat there, seven years old, thinking, it needs... (laughs) 
Needs more, needs, needs more. more. more the character. zones are not quite enough. <laughs> so Sonic uh, had a mentor who was a Viking called Bert the Bone Eater, which is um, <laughs> Cat Camp. And he also was avenging the death of his father, Alexander. And I have no idea where I got that from. <laughs> but he was, and it was set 10,000 years in the past. He worked out at the end that he couldn't avenge the death of his father because his father was still gone. But he could save tales, which he did do. And the end of uh, the novel which should be a movie was his father appeared in the sky his face appeared in the sky and went like well Mufasa. done like Mufasa but it was 1992 this predated Mufasa appearing in the sky so do you think wow. Disney were yeah. searching I mean Lion King famously rips off a Japanese animation doesn't Could, it uh, it, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Kimber the White Kim- Lion. Yeah. So if it, they I set mean, people say it does. There's a couple of shots that are similar, but the storyline of Kimber the White Lion is completely different. I'm okay. just saying the writers and Disney's been borrowing off anime yeah. for years. Anime <laughs> borrows off Disney for years. Yeah. So yeah. Trying to say of... they could be borrowing off you. I think they were. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I mean that goes without. It is canon. My my, <laughs> <laughs> my novelization is canon. Alexander is Sonic's dad. Sonic's father. He died well, at the hands of Robotnik. Well, I mean, this film does say that Sonic was born with speedy powers and um, it does then yeah. therefore implies he has parents so I'm we don't assuming know where they his are. parents was a Viking <laughs> no his mentor was a, his Viking. Mentor was a Viking they changed it in this film to a fucking owl <laughs> um, great big owl yeah, I, I um, assumed that was canon, and then I did some research it was made up for the film yeah, it's not, there's nothing like, like Sonic wasn't born with powers, he was given them by his old friend Dr. Ovi Kinterbor who ate a bad egg and fell in a machine and is, turned is, into Dr. Ivo Robotnik. This oh, is, is why that we have Robotnik you. backwards? Yeah, uh, Ivo Kinterbor is very clever. This is why we've got you on the podcast. <laughs> it's in issue eight of Sonic the Comic. <laughs> I think it shows what a fandom Sonic has. Because yeah, they're I went toxic, to, let me tell I, you. I went to IMDb twi- um, for the trivia, and we've done 50 films now. Yeah. And the trivia section... Can so ebb and flow. Like okay. There can be a few bits of trivia for Spy Kids 3D and loads of uh-huh. trivia for others. There's so much trivia for Sonic the movie. I bet. Every time Sonic pulls any pose, it's supposedly referencing. Yeah, there's a lot the of fan service. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. again, Rory and I, as we've said on the podcast, grew up with Nintendo. Yeah, so it makes me sick. We yeah. were, we're, we're, we're <laughs> going to be flipping the tables uh, yeah. in the early 90s. It would. Yes. You'd have been considering me like some kind of nerd. Well, in this post-Brexit world, we just want to have reconciliation. Absolutely. Build <laughs> bridges. You can now play Sonic games on Nintendo. I what a world. Still, it still blows my mind that the Sega logo appears on a Nintendo console. What a world. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think it also highlights when you're a kid, you're not really aware of the wider world, especially a 90s no. kid. And so it was a great surprise to me to discover that Nintendo kids were in the vast minority in the UK. Yes, in America it's the other way around. Mm. In, yeah. in the UK, it was Sega all the way. And I, I remember seeing a magazine, a newsagent, when I must have been about eight or nine, and it's, there was a badge on the front which said, Mario sucks! And I was like, <laughs> ooh, shots fired! Yeah, ouch, How man. dare you! How dare! The Mega Drive was seen as, like, um, the ultimate arcade console. Mm. It, was the, it was the first um, major... 16-bit console that really took over the market and Nintendo didn't release the SNES until a couple of years after the Mega Drive mm. came out. But the main selling point with the Mega Drive was you could play arcade quality yeah. games mm. on it because it had more power than 
the NES. And it was cooler. It's not the yeah, it was like the cool guy concept. Well, if you play like that. release titles on the Mega Drive, the stuff like Alter Beast and Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, they're terrible. Michael <laughs> Jackson's Moonwalker is like a confession. Have you covered that on the? No, you haven't covered Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. No. Oh my god, guys, you it's must. Quite hard it's to like get hold of. someone called it. You know the OJ um, when he. Uh, he wrote a book called If I Did It. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah, he yeah. like, I didn't murder my wife and her friend, but if I did it, I did it. This like is this. how I do it. That's what Michael Jackson's Moonwalker's like. Oh, it's like the If I Did It of video games. He's going thought... around houses looking for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've got extreme fond memories of this. Yeah, I don't know if I want to true. open those wounds. We, we watched, Terrible game. I, rem- we, I remember we watched the Moonwalker film. Yeah. Like on repeat really? when we were younger. Did you like the bit with the rabbit best? Yeah, I think so. Plasticine uh, rabbit. Anytime he turns into a transformer as well. Yeah, he turns into a car. I actually, you can watch it on YouTube. Hey, kids, but get I in. <laughs> I remember get into my, here, into my trunk. Um, <laughs> I remember, like, you can watch it on YouTube, and I did watch the first 10 minutes. It's and not it, what you'd have wanted. It's the first 10 minutes <laughs> is like. A concert. And, yeah. Oh, it's so comparing him to like Jesus Christ as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson had a few problems, I'd say. <laughs> That's <laughs> Jarvis Cocker knew. Jarvis oh, yeah. Mm. He's a hero. <laughs> he did like video games, though, because uh, Michael Jackson did show up in a bunch. Like, um, he showed up in Space Channel 5, which you see at the start of this film. Yeah. In the yeah, logo. in that logo. When that logo started, I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. That was you're waiting for a, a highlight, <laughs> maybe the highlight. Well, one of my all-time favorite games is Jet Set Radio on oh, the yeah. Sega Dreamcast, mm-hmm. and to see that, just a small part of it, but to see that on a big screen, yeah, was just maybe like a dream come true. You're like, yeah. I'm complete. If I die in the cinema, I'll be happy. Absolutely. There's a dead boy yeah. in and... row A. <laughs> <laughs> It's all big on the screen. He saw. He Didn't realized see Shenmue. It. No. Well, the, kiss the... off, twit. Okay, <laughs> Shenmue. Love Shenmue. Oh, he's the Shenmue. They wouldn't like guy. swearing be in Shenmue. Kiss so off. So there's a bit where he's like arguing with someone, and they go, "Kiss off, twit." <laughs> I'm, I'm not up to speed with Shenmue three. Has he found the killer of his father yet? Uh, no, he's still looking. I mean, he knows who it is, but, you know... He knows who it is, he can't find him. He's taking a sweet time because he's too busy playing arcade games and (laughs) buying capsule toys. Working out. (laughs) Or going to the workout place and going, maybe later. (laughs) The Mm. Sonic games that you grew up with, which are your favourites? Which are the ones which speak to you? Which are the ones you played the most? That's it, yeah. Uh, Well, I had Sonic 1, 2, 3 and Knuckles. Mm. Didn't bother with Spinball. Forget no, it. fair enough. Uh, but I, yeah, I loved uh, on on both eight bit and sixteen bit because I had on eight bit you could also get Sonic Chaos and Sonic Triple Trouble, where where you could play with knuckles. But yeah, on the Mega Drive, the main four that everyone knows about are one, two, three, and knuckles. And mm-hmm. three and knuckles can go together to create the ultimate massive game, which creates a huge game. There's something inherently exciting about that. It's, I know, the lock-on technology, basically, readers, you got Sonic <laughs> and Knuckles was a cartridge with a, like a slot on top of it where you put Sonic 3 in to create mm-hmm. Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which was this huge game. Like, and no one had seen anything like that before What's in 94. But yeah, so that, they were the games I grew up with. Um, and did you follow through to like the Dreamcast or something? No, we never had a Dreamcast. I, I, the last console I owned was a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. bother with the Saturn. A lot of people. It was just wasn't big. It, yeah, it wasn't big. Yeah. And then when I found out, I was about eleven. Yeah, ninety six when it came out. I was eleven, and when I found out it wouldn't have a Sonic title on it, mm. other than three um, D Blast, which was already available on a Mega Drive, I went, 
No. And and my dad wanted a PlayStation, so he bought one of those. And many, like many, would say that is one of one of many reasons. But there were other reasons. But one of the key reasons that the Saturn didn't really do absolute downfall. Well, yeah, didn't realize it didn't launch of a. They did. It never had a uh, major Sonic title. It had on it. You could get Sonic the Fighters on it, mm-hmm. which was that's game? like an arcade yeah. fighting. It was a beat 'em up, like a crap beat 'em up with Sonic characters. I see. Okay. It's like you beat the crap out of Knuckles and rings fly out of him. <laughs> like, like you've always wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it has its appeal, but you know. But the um the the Sage of Saturn actually ties in because were you aware before this film of. Uh, an initial attempt to make a Sonic movie in the mid nineties. I knew I've seen it. The anime that came oh, out. Yeah, well, that's even separate to that. So, okay. So the that Sonic, had an owl in it. Yeah. So that's the <laughs> Sonic, Sonic the animation, the or OVA, I think it's called original yeah, video animation. Yeah. So this was a Jap- Japanese Very odd. animation, which we Did have you watch watched. It? Have you covered yeah. it on here? We haven't. No, covered we it. haven't. Here's, here's the opportunity to discuss it. <laughs> I haven't watched it in maybe. Yeah, this is going to be from fifteen years. Yeah, I haven't seen it since the early two thousands. Yeah, but I think they did a DVD release, and I think. Gotcha. But the main, my main takeaway memory from that DVD release were the trailers for other animations uh, and stuff. Like, oh, was it like advertising a Kira or something? There was well. like Neon Genesis Evangelion and Bubble okay. Gun prices and this. Okay. But yeah, I I remember it being fine. But... I think it's quite awful. There's strange <laughs> things in it. Like they, whenever they try to introduce like a human princess, yeah. a la Mario into Sonic, things get weird. I think there's a bit where Tails is accidentally quotation marks like grabbing her boobs, and Sonic's like, "Tails, what are you doing?" In oh that awful goodness. voice they always give him, and Tails is like, yeah, I didn't remember this. It's really odd, really strange. Because there's this whole thing with um, with <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 yeah, reboot the, game. Yeah, the 15 year the anniversary game. Having the f- human princess and Sonic kissing. Yeah, they the they they fucking kiss. It is disgusting. <laughs> it's just all been transferred to the internet now. Because I just did. I casually looked up Star Fox, which is a series. Oh yeah. The series I hold dear to my heart and. You can't go through Pinterest without finding eventually fox and wolf bare-chested you know, kissing each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know. Yeah, the Sonic fan art is repulsive. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with people. They're, like, obsessed with um, Sonic and Tails and Knuckles, like, being pregnant. Um, <laughs> the whole, yeah, the Force-feeding and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's horrible. The Sonic meme well runs deep and <laughs> dark... And I don't think it was and ultimate. Full. I think it's been semi-embraced. Yeah. So here's the thing about my my thing of Sonic now. Okay, yeah. so when I was a kid, because it was the whole like Sega versus Nintendo, yeah. thing, I was very anti. But mm. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried to enjoy the games, those classic games. Yeah, I don't know if you can really count Sonic games as platformers because oh yeah, because because Mario is about jumping on the platforms, but yeah. Sonic is kind of like muscle memory, and you have to right. if you want to get the best out of Sonic. I feel you have to know when to jump and you have to sort of memorise it. Yeah, I'd say, no, I think like, I think one of the um, problems with the first Sonic game is the first level, Green Hill Zone, that'll come up again later, uh, <laughs> is really, uh, like, you could go as fast as you want, you can explore. Mm-hmm. But then from then on in the first game on the Mega Drive, 
it's mainly about platforming. There's not a whole lot of speed happening. No, that's actually a very good point. It's one I of the criticisms always, of that first mm, game. Mm, I was always yeah. trying to get go, go fast, and I was always yeah. stopping. Like Sonic was the, was meant to be cool. He's, yeah, he's the hedgehog with attitudes. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've really enjoyed in the last five years is how. Sonic and specifically Sonic's Twitter account has embraced the cheese yeah. and embraced its memeability. And I think it, they like to take the mickey out of themselves ever so slightly. And I really enjoy that about Sonic now. And I think the film kind of embraces that because yeah. it's inherently ridiculous. But, but um, yeah, just Sonic is, is very much a kind of early 90s idea of edgy. Extreme. You know, yeah. in that respect. But... It's got a very 80s aesthetic, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's because yeah. it was 91, the first game. And it's all at the first level, it's all palm trees and neons. and Yeah. Yeah, it's all very like late 80s. It's sort of like yacht rock, uh, yeah. city pop, sort of like aesthetic mm, kind of. It's spring yard zone, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in that sense, then, in terms of making an adaptation of a Sonic film, you do have personality, whereas something with the Mario movie. There isn't much personality to sort of like mm. latch onto, and ha- yeah. like there's different ways to interpret the character. But Sonic was always got his wagging finger. Yeah, he's sort of tapping his foot if you wait to yeah. like too long. You know, he's, he's got an energy drink of a character. He is. <laughs> well, that first game really blew minds because the first, even the first title screen, you've got him. He pops out mm. through this great big emblem. It's this huge sprite like wagging its finger. Like, yeah, we'll see, buddy. <laughs> um, I think probably if you were a kid. Who's like a bit old, a little bit older than me, and you'd grown up playing Mario, and then you were like, "Oh, what's this Sonic then, eh?" And you, <laughs> it would knock your socks off. You go, "Bloody hell!" Yeah. <laughs> Despite being a kid and not liking Sonic, I did have a hedgehog puppet, which I called Sonic. Hey, so, see, he, he got so in there somehow. I think it was my one attempt to try and be cool. Little <laughs> hand puppet. It is good Sonic. Was it a pu- Sonic puppet or just? No, hedgehog? it was just generic hedgehog. It generic farmer. Pre Ivo Kinterbor helping Sonic <laughs> become blue. when it was original. Uh, yeah, before they became whatever enemies. the Latin name for a hedgehog is, I don't know. Spiker, spikers. spikers. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Know. Do you know the Latin for gorilla? No. Apus, apus. <laughs> it's gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. I really got three. Yeah, three in a row. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it usually two for a Latin name? I know it blew but my for mind as gorilla, well. Gorilla was three. I know foxes, vulpes, vulpes. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't need two. Like with gorilla, they didn't need three foxes. So good, they two. named it three times. Yeah, because <laughs> it's so big, maybe. Right. But in terms of other sort of Sonic games, like didn't I played the sort of Mega Drive ones? I played mm. Sonic Adventure. Yeah, completed that on the Sega Dreamcast. A Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance. Yes, I think that which was like is recreating the two D. That was feel. maybe the first Sega game on a Nintendo console. I don't know, maybe I possibly. Think, but that was the first time I saw the Sega logo on it on a right. Game Boy, and I was like, whoa! You just dropped to your knees. down, black is white, <laughs> day is yeah. night. Yeah. Um, my kind of question about the film as we see it now in 2020 is mm. do kids still like sonic yeah i just i i have absolutely no idea i mean i there were you children, get children and ask them <laughs> the were... ones in the cinema why when i saw it they did this in the cinema there will be people who grew up with sonic and their kids who they're bringing to sonic yeah and i think and sonic has has a he's still releasing mario kart style games for some reason today oh really yeah. the racing yeah. games are still yeah coming out. i think he's still he's still a known entity but i think sonic r was on the saturn as well that's like their version of mario kart it's crap 
Yeah. Oh, rubbish. I feel yeah. like I kind of enjoyed that one. But they weren't in carts, were they? they were like no, they're just running, running. And then Robotnik's in his little egomatic. <laughs> that seems it's that a point on. where you see Spider-Man driving around in the car. You're like, why, why are you doing that, Spider-Man? <laughs> why, why are you driving? Strain on his yeah. hands and legs every yeah. now and then. He must be just like driving just a get... mobile scooter for Sonic. Like, he must just hate it. Yeah. Well, he does spend a good long chunk of this film in a car. He does. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of in that truck. Yeah. Gave me like a Mac and Me vibe where There was a lot of ET mm. and Mac and Me because Mac and Me is an ET ripoff. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of that, wasn't there? Yeah. They yeah. do casually drop that he's an alien and no one seems at all blown but blown away by no. this re- revelation. No. Um, well, but um I think as I said, I think I was in an audience of lots of laughing kids mm. and um but I think as we record, it's done really well at the box office. I think it's apparently... It has, it's vastly surpassed any other video game based yeah, movie. Yeah, and I think yeah. there's a lot of just love from the parents and their spawn. <laughs> I mean, when I watched it, I watched it yesterday and the cinema was just full of parents and kids and I walked in on my own like a fucking pedo. <laughs> <laughs> and um, after just after the film, I walked into the foyer and the kids who'd been in there were just... Tearing ass, running oh, as fast I, as they could from one side to the other. It's raw. I had yeah. this. Same, I had the same thing at the end of the film. The kids went right up to the front of the screen and they were just running back and yeah. forth. Yeah, oh. and you know, if there's any lasting impact from this film, oh. maybe encouraging kids to do some exercise. Exactly, they'll be getting their sprints in. Is no, I don't not a bad. Better than Mario. That would just get kids eating spaghetti. That's <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> no, I um, no. yeah, I I remember seeing like the Lego Movie on my own, and I started crying at the end of that film. <laughs> it's and gorgeous. Right in front of me was a whole row of kids in their birthday party, and I didn't want them to turn around and seeing this crying thirty-something-year-old <laughs> man. I'm special. It's very moving. <laughs> I'm Sonic, a little blue ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. Sonic. And in order to save my planet, I had to come to yours. Where am I? What year is it? Is The Rock president? 20 minutes ago, an energy surge knocked out power across the entire Pacific Northwest. Who's there? Why are you hiding out in my garage? The entire military is after me. Good morning, my rural chum. I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me where it is. Wait, don't hurt him. Awesome. This can't be happening to me. Oh my god, stop the car right now! The world's largest rubber band ball? We gotta see it! No, this is not some fun family road trip. Eh, you're right. It was lame. Gift shop was cool, though. We can lay low here for a while. So what are we gonna do now? Whoa! Let me show you how it's done. So should we get out of here? Yeah, time to go. You think you can get away from me? Oh, this one is cute. You've got car insurance, right? Ah! You're about to die. <laughs> is that all you've got? No, but thank you for asking. Here comes the boom. How are you not dead? I have no idea. Let's go. Why would you throw your life away for this silly little alien? He's my friend. <laughs> Good times. So, without further ado, mm. should we should we start talking about this movie? Please. Talk about yeah. It? Well, um, 
So there was an earlier attempt to make a Sonic movie mm. in the 90s, and it was actually meant to tie in with the release of Sage of Saturn and gotcha. Sonic Extreme, which was the game which was due to launch with the Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, but the film itself didn't make it very far. Um, they had a screenwriter, uh, Richard Jeffries, who he was doing a... A potential Silver Surfer movie for Marvel at that oh, time okay. in the mid-90s. Yeah. And his pitch was a film called Sonic the Hedgehog, Wonders of the World. <laughs> what? And nice. the um, you can read about this in, in um, uh, Lights, Camera, Game Over, how video game movies get made by mm-hmm. Luke Owen, who appeared on our, mm-hmm. uh, an earlier episode. Uh, but the idea was that it stars a, it's all about a young boy called Josh, and his okay, dad I'm is, on board. I like yeah. boys called Josh. I'm in. And yeah. his, his dad is a super scientist and he's got a, a high-tech artificial intelligence computer machine. So the little boy, he plugs his Sega Saturn into his dad's oh. uh, high-tech uh, machine. Yeah. And Sonic pops out of the video game into the real world. Okay. Mm. So it's, it's using the idea of Sonic already existing and then popping into the real world and then Robotnik follows yeah. there's all kinds of stuff about Chaos Emeralds uh, Josh gets sucked into the video game at one point right. for the finale yada 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 there's a there's a big fear running through all the stuff with trying to bring Sonic to the screen this big fear of setting it in the game world they mm. always seem to want to bring it to earth don't they? Like... But it's it's kind of like the inverse of the Mario movie in a way. Because yeah. the Mario movie, the plumbers, they go to Dino Hatton. Mm. And in this film, it's more like, you know, the, the alien creature comes into the real world yeah. and, you know, has its and shenanigans li- there. And lives there for ages. This is supposedly an origin story, and they thought, well, what can we originate for Sonic? What does he what Sonic have? He has rings. And shoes. He's fast. We know this. <laughs> he's fast. Th- he's got rings. He's cool. Yeah. Um. And chaos he's, emeralds, but they don't include. And he's those. got red shoes. Yeah. And so we have an origin for his red shoes, which, which re- is a kid gives him. To them. Yeah. <laughs> gives him <laughs> it him. reminds me of um that Han Solo film, Solo. It's called where we yeah. learn his surname is Solo, and he has an origin story of how he becomes Solo. Yeah. I didn't care for that I didn't want it <laughs> I never considered that would be that'd be a question so yes we learn how Sonic got his shoes in this one <laughs> yeah well so there'll be spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog going forward yeah if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. like please please don't ruin it for yourself <laughs> <laughs> you know every review I've read of Sonic the Hedgehog the first paragraph is talking about the redesign yeah. Oh gosh, I've forgotten about that. How could how, how could I forgot about yeah. it? So maybe we should just Night a... Nightmare Sonic thoughts. Nightmare Sonic from there. I mean I'm not I wasn't madly in love with the new design to be honest, but the previous design when they released that trailer, it was like uh it's like vomited from the bowels of hell. They've given him a human mouth and human eyes. It was disgusting. It's, it's the legs which the yeah, muscular the long human legs. Human mm. legs and the human hands. Yeah. And I just, I, I had sort of put it out of my memory and then I watched the trailer again just before I went yeah. to see the new one. And I just, it was one of those things where I actually just couldn't watch it. it was just, yeah. I was like physically repulsed by what was happening that's on the it. screen. But I, as a 35 year old woman, I did watch it and go, 
Oh, good. It's going to be an absolute train wreck. That at least will be fun. Yeah, I'd much rather watch a film which takes a big swing and a massive miss than an average Absolutely. film. Yeah, and that's so it. I kind of wanted to have my cats and eat it. <laughs> um, I wanted to have this really upset. And then there's still a part of me which really hopes they were released to leave the scenes on the DVD. <laughs> they like... all the completed shots. Yeah. And furthermore, there was a teaser poster where the camera's placed right between Sega, Sega's... Sonic's legs. Right between Sonic's legs. And the, yeah. it's like, it was basically on his junk. And yeah, it's gross. looking down the Golden Gate Golden, Bridge. Golden Bridge, where like a big yeah. blue stripe goes right up his jacksey. It's like, this is all kinds Horrendous. of disturbing. What are they doing? This film has a real preoccupation with arses as well. They're always bringing out, they're always like, hey, it came out of my butt. And they're like, oh, that'll go right up your butt. They're always talking about arses. It's, it's funny, because I, I did write in my notes, does mm. Sonic have an anus? I mean, it's, he seems to. They never shut the fuck up about arses in this movie. I mean, he talks about farting. Yeah. So oh, he does a fart. Does and they're like, ugh, oh, buddy, do- check your fur on that one. It's like, oh, you're disgusting. Yeah. You, Sonic just shat himself. I oh. think it was the way they had to insert chili dogs yeah. in their somehow. Just show him eating one. Like, oh, yeah, I do think the you game, he's eaten through. many a chili dog in a game. I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's had, he's had many chili dogs, but he's never farted in a game before. Yeah. But it did make me think. That you're aware of. I, I did spend yeah, a portion of this film him. thinking about his digestive tract and, um, <laughs> and whether or not... He, well, he must fart, he must poo. Does he have any genitals? And he's got parents, it says, so it implies... Does it mention parents? Yes. It, Where he, did they he, go? He, he, What's he, the he wasn't born about? of an owl. He no. Was born, I did sort of wonder about his whole genital situation a bit mm. too much than I have had, has ever wanted the to. The movie invites it. Yeah. But um, so we it wants have, you to have, think about it. I mean, do you think the film was right to redesign him? Should they have I mean, stuck to their guns? No, just do we like they redesigned it. Fine, like I'm sure that Sega putting their foot down, having seen the. Well, they they all hired, I think, the designer of Sonic recently for various medias. So we, right. I think it was just a case of somebody. I mean, he is meant to be an alien, so I think some they decided to try and go down a. What would an alien hedgehog look like? Yeah. I think it was more just like, we're creating a CG character. Mm. Is anyone really going to care how real or not yeah. it looks? You know, you're creating something that no one's going to believe is actually there and interacting with. So it's not like people watched Alvin and the Chipmunks and no. were just kind of like, oh, it doesn't look like an actual chipmunk. <laughs> no, no, Absolutely. I'm sorry if this is a spoiler for how I felt about the film, but this no, is no, how no, I, go right this is how I feel about the film. It, you know it is it. a masterclass in being competent. And, <laughs> and that's kind of, it's very much damning it with faint praise. Like everything about it is like, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, you got that right. But at no point am I excited. Like the acting's all good. The script is pretty good. Like uh, uh, one of it's my favourite James Marston of a movie. James, yeah. And I, lo- I really like James Marston and I feel like, I'm always like, I'm sure you're I'm sure you should be doing better. Because he, he plays this small town cop in Green Hills, like a fuck off movie. And <laughs> he's he and he and Sonic team up and they're a they're a duo. James Marsden is sort of better looking than any male model. Like, why is he just a cop in a town? His job he is a, he is a cop which does the traffic, uh, the speed camera. The only reason he's a traffic cop is because somebody in the writer's room was like what what would be his, his like nemesis on Earth? Someone who has a speed camera would, would, would not like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic goes really fast, and, but nothing in his actual 
sort of, he shows no cop skills beyond that. He wants to move to San Francisco's police department. Yeah, but which he should be able to. And the movie pulls a Wizard of Oz and it's like, no, stay at home. That's no the lesson here. There's no place. Like Sonic's like, why would you ever? He really goes for it like mm. a catty bitch. He's like, <laughs> how dare you even begin to entertain it's... leaving Green Hills? Like, it's a boring place. And why should at that point Sonic care? Because he's having to return to his own dimension. Yeah. So, like, why should he care whether he goes, his new best friend... He's really, anywhere? he's really bitchy about it as well, Sonic. He's, and he's, he's fighting selfish. with it. He's a very selfish guy. Well, I did wonder, he, he <laughs> moans, Sonic moans about being alone. We'll get to, like, how his oh, plot never kicks off. Oh, never about being it, alone. It's a very strange opening. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I did write in my notes, is Sonic... Has Sonic been alone for 10 years because he's just really annoying? <laughs> I wrote that as well. I, re- I The owl... So this owl flies him away from people who are attacking because Sonic made them attack. He was like, I led them straight to us. Like, Thanks, mate. <laughs> and the owl flies him away and they fire arrows and one, like, brutally goes through the owl. And I went, oh, they're Bambi's mumming the owl. Yeah. The owl falls to the floor and goes, Sonic, oh, is this owl Sigourney Weaver? So here's the thing. We, <laughs> is the owl's we, got the voice of Squiddy We Weaver? start in Green... It's, it looks like the Green Hill Zone from the games. Yeah. Well, we, we start in it's, Media Res. Oh, so at yes. the very start, no it's like... You, you kind of wonder how I got oh, here. Oh, yeah, we don't need... Uh, he's Sonic's like being chased by Robotnik. Yeah. I said, don't worry, there's going to be some great Robotnik action. Yeah, there. but we didn't need it anyway. It's that kind of mechanic in any kind of film just Naturally completely is just... There's no reward for yeah. us to have seen that earlier because then later when that bit happens, he's like, see, it's that bit. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Fucking keep yeah. going. Um, he, 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 The owl falls to the forest floor with mm. an arrow through it and, he's, and it's like, Sonic... Just never stop running. Never You're going to have running. to... Hide your powers for some reason. Hide your powers. Hide away. Never stop running. But also use your powers. Because but you yes. Because you keep on running. The owl throws a gold ring, which creates a ring portal, and just throws Sonic through it. At this point, I realised the owl looks fine. I think the owl is just sick of Sonic. He's <laughs> yeah. like, go, go. Yeah, afterwards, like, the are they... Because they look like Knuckles, right? The sort of yes. like the tribe. I, yeah, I couldn't Knuckles. get my head around. I'm going to say were. Knuckles killed Sonic's mum, but I think it was <laughs> like Longclaw the owl. Maybe like they looked sort of like Echidna. Longclaw is the Long name. Claw. They looked Echidna esque. Yeah. Do you think afterwards the ring closes, Sonic's trapped on Earth, and meanwhile yeah. Longclaw is just like. Oh, thank God. Guys, just, I'm so sorry, guys. sorry about that. He won't be back. I've made sure Could of it. Could he have used the ring to go back? I mean, if he could, then I, he didn't. The, the film, I think, implies that you can only use rings to go to certain worlds. I don't know. I'm a bit fuzzy. It doesn't seem to give you an awful lot of control over Weezer. It's, they always seem to throw them in a panic. Mm. But then he throws one and he's like, ah, oh, the mushroom world. No thanks. Like, Fuck off, Sonic. Do you know what, mate? We get it. Mario sucks, but glass houses, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, as a Nintendo kid, Mm. all these references to how he doesn't want to go to the Mushroom Land, I assumed was slights at Mario. Yeah, definitely. Isn't, like, the first zone in uh, Sonic Sonic 3... Sonic and Knuckles is Mushroom Hill Zone. Mushroom Hill Zone. Yeah. So that was a reference, but the owl completely made up for the film. And I watched, yeah. I watched the whole film assuming that this was some deep cut reference. Oh my God, Longclaw. Yeah. Longclaw on the big screen. And it's like... I think there is an owl in the anime, but 
It wasn't yeah. long claw that raised. I think Sonic. it was an, an owl of gahool. But again, <laughs> she says hide your powers. And I don't know why. Hide your powers and use your powers. Yeah, she does. Sonic do. also said that he was born of his powers, and I just don't know if it means that all of his kind have the speedy speed. There's ability. no real element of like, are there others out there like me? He's remarkably uncurious. He's in Green Hills. He's watching James Marsden who I think he fancies. Like, this. the other thing about this film is oh, he's shit, pretty man. gay. Like, he's <laughs> always looking at James Marsden, who he calls, like, Donut Lord or something. He loves him. <laughs> that is quite a loaded term, actually, now that you've mentioned it. <laughs> Isn't it? And then he's, he'll go to James Marsden's house, where James Marsden lives with his beautiful wife, who Sonic does not fancy, but he does like looking through the window and watching Keanu Reeves. Have they just about made that not creepy, or did that did it? Oh no, the they, no, no, they failed at no, that. That's creepy. It was a, still a bit stalkery. Oh. Although it it did mean that we got to see Dennis Hopper, <laughs> who plays President Cooper in yeah. Super Mario Brothers. So there's a that's true. There's a Mario little crossover there. Little crossover. It's weird Sonic, that Dennis Hopper ended up in that. Sonic <laughs> also references um, if the Rock is president, and yeah. the oh, Rock yeah. is featured in a variety of our episodes as well. He's our Touch Rock. I had something about so, this. Yeah. I said like Sonic knows what the Rock is. Um, he knows well a number of things, but he doesn't know what a bucket list is, which surprised me because I guarantee that Marsden and wife would have watched that crap Jack Nicholson uh, oh, film, Morgan the bucket, Freeman, Morgan Freeman yeah, the yeah, bucket yeah. list. Like they look the type. Well, they look like they got the bucket list on DVD. Yeah, they oh, we've got two copies, and, and they, they liked it enough to buy on DVD and watch it again. No, I, yeah. I do a lot of cat sitting, and you go to people's houses, and you see how everyone's got the same DVD collection <laughs> as you. And you think you're very new, unique, and you curate your film collection, but nah. actually, it's all the same. All got a bucket list, and for some reason, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, he he does watch these films without audio, so maybe he just saw. Morgan Freeman. He seems to be able to hear though, because he goes classic line. Ah, oh, yes. So, so this is a kind of like teen version of Sonic, in yes. a way, because you know we said like origin story. So he's got his own little kind of teenager bedroom, yeah, man cave. I and mean, he's literally quite a cave. hyper, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, uh, voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yes. Very energetic. Um, yeah. But whether that is also grating and annoying, it sort of depends. Like, yeah. Because I think, so Sonic's appeared before in, this is not Sonic's first big screen appearance. Sonic's no. made appearances in Wreck-It Ralph. It, he also makes an appearance in Jingle All The Way in a... Is uh, he a balloon? Co- he's a costume in the, a sort of costumed performer in the oh, big Christmas parade right. at the end. <laughs> Andy! <laughs> Put the cookie down now. <laughs> There's that bit at the end where he goes, he like, you're going to be the new Turbo Man. He's like, bye Andy, I'm off to, <laughs> I'm off to ignore you some more. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we think of this interpretation I think of Sonic? I think it's pretty good. I mean, he, he sounds like Sonic. I think they, I mean, as an outsider yeah. who's not played that many Sonic games, he felt like Sonic, which was the big... Thing. I mean, he did feel like Sonic, and he had that yeah that annoying vocal quality. I think what saved it is the other characters are like, oh god, he's annoying. <laughs> so it kind of saved it. You're like, yeah, no, he's annoying and he's meant to be. This yeah. is what I was saying earlier. I think now, if they were trying to do cool '90s attitude Sonic, mm. I'd find it very grating. But it knows when to take the Mickey out of him. They do say that he just won't stop talking. Mm. Oh my god, he doesn't shut the fuck <laughs> up. They he. 
causes every problem in this film is caused by Sonic and he's a sociopath he doesn't care he killed Al he um he also he's like the only guy who knows I exist is fucking crazy Carl who is like this poor old man in the town in Green Hills oh, he takes the mickey out of him, he's got he? mental health issues and he is like blue devil and he Sonic can't wait to bait Carl. Yeah, but he, Carl is holding the sort of Sanic mean drawing which has been going around. Yeah, Sanic. So <laughs> film acknowledging sort of the meaniness. Yeah. Yes, it's all done. But he is, he is persecuting a and tormenting yeah, a, a, a fragile man. Yeah. I'm a bit confused though because Sonic having realised he'll never be integrated into society. Yeah. <laughs> he decides to run really fast in a circle he fucking loses it. He goes and, like um, Carrie. For some, <laughs> I was really confused. He he does a grief circle, yeah. running and running, and then he shorts out. He does like an EMP, and I remember, yeah. and I remember seeing this in the trailer, and people were writing articles about how he would have turned off loads of hospitals. And, oh yeah, um, no, there's deaths everywhere. I think there's one website. A lot of people off life support. Yes, flatlining. So, you know, he's a mass murderer. Yeah. Or a mass manslaughter. He does not care. That whole. Why does he do that though? Well, he's just kind of upset and lonely, and it. it, it, But for the first time. But it reminded (laughs) me. It reminded me of um, the tale of Princess Kaguya, the Studio Ghibli Mm. film. There's the bit where she just goes like really upset, and the whole animation like shifts and changes, and she's like tormented and like running back home through the forest and things. I don't think that's what this film was trying to do, no. but it's what it reminded me of. Yeah. But towards the end, again, there seems to be, throughout this film, he gets super hyper-powerful when something happens, but I couldn't work out what. It's like when, when he... he gets really emotional. It's mm. like Carrie. So when that okay. happens, he like flips a school bus with John Travolta and Nancy Allen in it. <laughs> he is like setting fire to the school gym but he literally he see, he watches other kids play baseball and then they all go and he's like running around the pitch playing baseball with himself and then he goes he suddenly goes I'm alone forever <laughs> and just destroys a town because he's caused the CMP blast yeah. now oh, yeah. the military are on his tail and that's where we are introduced to Dr. Robotnik played by Jim Carrey mm. Yeah. He's just playing Jim Carrey, though. Well, do you know what? I really liked his performance, and yes. I didn't expect to, because I find Jim Carrey annoying. <laughs> it was per- it was sort of perfect, which isn't to say it was incredible, but he, I think he pitched it perfectly. The lines that were written for him, or that he came out with, a lot of stuff was pretty funny. There was one guy in my audience who laughed at everything Jim Carrey really? did. Even when he's like emerging fun. from his van, of his big black truck, which I do like a big black techno truck. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he appeared, there's one guy in the distance just went, ha, ha, ha. He loved it. <laughs> um, and Jim Carrey also, like, I... He was hot in this film. I like a Nazi haircut. (laughs) I like a tall gentleman. He was like, Jim Carrey had it going on in this movie. He had some pretty fine threads as well. That that jacket with the red lining was really... Yeah. yeah. So when you saw him in the trailers, you were like... um... In the trailers, I thought, I'm going to hate you. Mm. (laughs) It was nice to see evil Jim Carrey again. Yeah. He's only been evil a couple of times. Bit cable guy, wasn't it? Yeah. There's uh, also Batman Forever and um, Lemony Slicket. 
Yeah. yeah. I, said, I said lemony slick it there. <laughs> slick it. Does, doesn't in the games, does Robotnik have any character whatsoever? He hates Sonic and wants to turn all the animals into robots and turn everything industrial. Sonic, <laughs> the Sonic games at their heart, they're, I mean, particularly the first two, they're very light on story, but there's sort of an environmental thing going mm. Don't yeah. turn everyone into robots. I do remember playing the game and saying, are those animals coming out of the robots? Yeah, they yeah. are, yeah. yeah Robotnik's animals. made an animal go in every robot. I don't know, maybe too strong of a phrase to say, but he does sort of save the movie um, because he is very entertaining when he's in it. He's good. He's good. And what they've written for him is imaginative. I like the aesthetic and I didn't expect to. And I liked everything. When he and James Marsden are together, it's really fun and snappy. I wish the movie had been about these two. I think Sonic <laughs> is holding them back. <laughs> it's the first scene there together. Robotnik's uh, gone to Marsden's house and he's like, looking for a little blue guy. And Marsden's trying to stop him going in it. And all he's done is put Sonic in the loft and said, don't make any noise. Mm. Easy, sit still. Sonic immediately just starts yelling, mm. leaping about. Himself. Yeah, I'm a ball, I'm a ball. Shut up. <laughs> Gives himself away, but they still manage to evade Carrie. Um, I, I also, I fully thought that Marsden's wife was going to be having an affair. <laughs> we were going to find out and Marsden was going to just go, I only need you, Sonic. And when she rang him from San Francisco, he was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just with my sister. I was like, yeah, she's with whoever Ozzy is. That would have been a dark <laughs> And then it cut, it cut to her just colouring him with the niece. It was the most wholesome thing I've ever yeah. seen. I quite like the running joke where the sister was just constantly like, you should leave him. Yeah, the sister <laughs> was so much fun. She was good fun. But like... Why? No reason for it, but it was good fun. But why was why she like hated this? Because like, she, the, I think she was a single mother. Cop guy. Well, I think maybe. I think she was like they created a fun little thing where this single mother who had a fun daughter who was very sensible was just like, no, you should leave him. He's awful. <laughs> I was like, it's good, it's fun. I, I like we're, we're having a moment where um, cops as hero role models is kind of a tr- it's, it's, it's thin ice, isn't it? It's tricky. So, it's a tricky thing. James Marston, his character. I thought he was going to turn into Tails at the end. Really? You thought he was going to transform? My theory was basically because his name begins with a T. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Great no. Great one, Sherlock. Uh, just, just jumping right to the end, Tails does appear at the end in the mid-credits. Yeah, like, spoiler alert, Tails <laughs> is a, they're gunning for this sequel because not only do we see Robotnik looking like canon Robotnik on mm-hmm. Mushroom Planet, which is where he ends up going, I'm going to get back there. And then Tails appears and goes, I'm going to find you, Sonic. And I felt sorry for Tails because I went, oh, you're wasting your time, mate. He <laughs> considers Marsden his best friend. He has not mentioned you once this entire fucking movie. <laughs> true. And the movie's practically in real time. Like, Tails, I'm sorry. You are but not so required. Did baby Sonic know baby Tails? He didn't mention it. Wow. He, I don't think he gives what? a shit. Well, a, I thought Tails was going to show up in the mid-credit sequence, and he did because now these yeah, mid- he's unexpected. Yeah, these sequences. No, they just they are so formulaic. You know, there's going to be a sequel uh-huh. tease. Well, I That's... thought there wasn't going to be because I thought this film will never have a sequel, <laughs> but it obviously is now. <laughs> I also really was hoping that after completely redesigning Sonic, Tails would turn out to be this vulpine monstrosity <laughs> and you come through like something out of Lovecraft and you'd be like yeah, <laughs> yeah like so, like when the fly yeah the fly, like half that deleted scene where he like makes a cat and a fly or something um, <laughs> but yes unfortunately Thomas is just a policeman he's not 
He doesn't get Thomas, mutated. that's his name, isn't he? He's a Polish Tom Wachowski. Wachowski. Yeah, because I, I thought Wachowski was Tails' surname, but it's Tails Miles Prowler. Yeah, Prower. Come Miles, on, Miles Prower. Prower. Not Prowler. Prower. Miles Prower. Solid... Don't you get it? Miles Prower. Miles Prower. Yes, Come I just got on. it. Do no, you I know think... the Beatles, the band The Beatles? It's B E A T. The I beat. Keep, I, I knew I was spelling it wrong. <laughs> there you go. All the Beatles. Um, this that, film. Sonic is the prowler in this film. Yeah, prowling around trying to get off with Marston. <laughs> they go to a motel and there's chemistry. It does look like they might kiss at one point. Also, <laughs> I mean, they didn't. But also, um, there's so much homoeroticism in this movie. So they make gags together about Marsden and Sonic are like oh what if we get probed by aliens and Sonic's like oh it's worse for me I'm not even wearing any trousers <laughs> and also he went he goes oh San Francisco and Marsden's like why do you know what San Francisco is he, wear, he said I, I read it on your skin tight t-shirt oh yeah like, will you two just that, fucking kiss I, that, <laughs> that went right over my sweet ch- summer child yeah. head <laughs> I, watch it. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing here I like it so much I think it's time to have more gay role models on film and I mean, these sh- two are a great couple they have like they really put up with each other if they fight they make up Sonic back, likes to party it's just yeah. going back to genitals is what I was saying he should have just totally Dr. Manhattan Sonic <laughs> walk, speeding around and flapping in the wind <laughs> just because they basically go on a road trip so the 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 idea of going to San Francisco is to evade capture by Robotnik and yeah. military and they've drones. got to get the rings back because he threw them through yeah he threw these the, accidentally dropped through this ring portal yeah. to the trans it's the most American convoluted building. bit of like plots yeah stuff. just they basically he opens the portal he's drugged he drops his rings through the portal and I must get him back. Yeah, he's like, I dropped him on top of a And roof. he can't run in the straight line or something. Yeah, because it... Like, he runs well... into the sea. So, as I crashed into the cold, dark water of the Pacific, I realised a few things. A, I have no idea where I'm going. B, salt water stings. C, I shouldn't even be on this planet right now, but I am. Why? Because you shot me. I know. You shot me! All right, I heard you the first time. You don't have to pile it on. Good grief. I'm wet. I'm cold. There's a fish on my head. And clearly, I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. All right, get in the truck. Really? You're going to help me? I guess it is a little bit my fault that all this is happening to you. Not a little bit, entirely. It is entirely your okay, fault. It's entirely my fault. Are you coming? Yes. The whole film is having to contrive a plot to make Sonic not be able to run. He doesn't fast. know the way to San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. He, he could tries just look at a map. Yeah. Yeah. Which he could, which he would be able to do. He's always reading. But that's why, you know, his excuse is, I don't know how to get there. Yeah. I need your help. But you would yeah. say it's because he's sweet on Marsden. He loves him. And, and Marsden is just like... just wants to bond. I think the problem is Marsden and his wife, I can't remember her name. Maddie. Maddie. Marsden and Maddie, I think maybe they've tried to have kids and they can't. And yeah. I think Sonic is like a surrogate son. Oh, for sure. The way yeah. the film ends up, yeah, when it's just like, actually, no, let's stay in Green Hills, and we've converted oh, the loft God. into your oh, teenage that's a, bedroom. That was amazing. They went, we've got a surprise for you, mm-hmm. 
and they've basically put fairy lights in the loft and they put him up there he's so happy but they like there you go Sonic you can live up there like fucking Anne Frank well, it's like a, <laughs> get like in a the death loft. trap it's like, like fire <laughs> You can't put people in the loft because there's no way of exit. But there's nothing. The they, he's going, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, Sonic, you're so easily pleased. You need to go to San Francisco. <laughs> oh, yeah, San Francisco is where it's at. Way more going on. He could run up and down them hills. Yeah. Well, it's just Sonic Adventure 2. I haven't played it, but the start of the game is that kind of in a version of San Francisco. There's yeah, like city escape. Yeah, city escape yeah. zone. Yeah. So maybe that was part of it but that's maybe giving too much credit but there, were, there was fan service mm. you know there mm. were little easter eggs and things there was um but they have him like tapping his foot while missiles are the film can't decide whether sonic's really fast or can stop time because mm. there's a couple of times where he seems to stop time well like he does quicksilver like in those x-men films where yeah. everything stops and um you see quicksilver moving at normal yeah. speed i yeah. mean i don't know about you but as a 90s kid i thought i'd love to see how sonic tackles a bar fight in a biker bar <laughs> yeah it's everything i ever dreamed of as I a seven-year-old <laughs> i was watching that whole sequence he they arrive on their road trip at this biker bar and sonic says this looks like the co- coolest place ever and i was like is it but <laughs> oh I, yeah but i thought it was funny because he just keeps on looking at these Bikers doing all kinds of stuff. A monster truck appears. They're doing bike yeah. tricks and things. And I just thought, yeah, that is a teenage kid's idea of a idea legendary of the coolest place in the world. It still boggles my brain that somebody wrote and then they they got a location or a set and they hired all these actors to stand and film like ten minutes inside a biker bar for the first ever Sonic movie. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's, it's just... also that that's homoerotic too because they've got Marsden and Sonic are just like you. Oh, isn't it great in here, girlfriend? And then um, some bikers come over and they go, "We don't like your kind here." Mm. And I seriously thought they were going to try and gay bash Sonic and Marsden. And I thought the film's message here is going to be like, "That's wrong." And I thought, good, but it turns out the bar guy just hated hipsters and then yeah. there's a full-on fight which sonic 100 is responsible for yeah. but he, he made he it off. he's a he's a he's a chili dog and he's all happy now and guffs his way to <laughs> stain on a bed did, did like james marsden never think like when he was filming these the the kind of slow-mo sequences that hey did wasn't this in the x-men movies i was in <laughs> guys guys yeah <laughs> i was an x-men i was an x-man oh, yeah. i was a teenage x-man <laughs> yeah it's weird that bit with the party because he's in that car and Marsden's gone the, into a shop and he goes just stay there don't do anything Sonic sees the party and just goes and immediately can't stop himself going to the party even though that owl told him to stay hidden and he managed it no problem for 10 years but it, it may, it just I mean it makes as, as little sense the fact that Marsden who's trying to be goody goody two shoes mm. get his you know transfer to San Francisco etc yeah. and he's like you just stay right there Sonic goes to the bar and then he goes in there and she's like, all right, we'll have drinks for an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Fine. Yeah, we'll I, waste I, a lot of time. Low, you're sort of like being like, you know, you've got the government on your tail. Yeah, there is a time uh, sensitive element. Yeah. yeah. He is the world's worst cop. I mean, yeah. at, at the start, I think he I'm gets... amazed he got that promotion. <laughs> he didn't really get a promotion. Didn't he get like a transfer? Yeah, it's just a transfer. He got a letter. Is that how it works? He wanted to live you in apply. San Francisco, which has a huge gay population. Um, another string to the bow I'm amazed Sonic didn't want to live there I I did like the bit when uh, his wife gets out the commiseration cake first 
and then uh, quickly, yeah. quickly swaps it for the. And for he, the she's like, "How did you know? Oh, I just believed but in she you." Would have had she would She doesn't believe in him. She no. had to have done a telephone order. It says, "Okay, cake two. <laughs> I want to have." San Francisco burning. <laughs> it's like, are you sure you're not a terrorist? Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm not a terrorist. Oh man, talking of terrorism, it, then there's like, like flashes up on the news that Marsden's a wanted terrorist. Yeah. I thought, Everyone's Jesus Christ anyways. movie, calm down. I did enjoy, I think at one point he gets really sick of Sonic and kicks him out of the car and tells Sonic to go find his rings yeah <laughs> he really thought he was gonna like, go fuck go yourself go fuck yourself <laughs> oh the bit where he does a fart i've just seen this in my notes the bit where he does a wet fart it's disgusting i hated that yeah uh, at that point three people immediately got up and left in the cinema <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's say you, you, what you like about the mario movie he never farts once good in, in the mario movie because he's probably all clogged ones. up with carbs <laughs> maybe because they, after they barble, that's when they go to the hotel, the motel. And they're mm. just like in this room tending to each other's wounds. And it's kind of cute. But like, <laughs> I was wanting each other's wounds. No, they, no. Now, come on, let's calm down. It's PG. They had, um, they had like ice packs and they're holding them oh, to their yeah. faces and going, mm, mm. I wanted them to kiss. Like, I, I, kind of, I feel ashamed kiss. I missed this, all the subtext. <laughs> I'm such a Oh no, person. that's all I could see. And then Sonic is incredibly annoying and Marsden's going, all right. And then he falls asleep and because Marsden's so nice, he doesn't do what I would do, which is smother him with a pillow. There was a lot of moments <laughs> in this film where I was loving Robotnik and Marsden so much that I kind of wanted them to team up and kill Sonic. Yeah, I, come I on, guys, to, you can do this. <laughs> I went to see this with my fiance Lisa, and her mm-hmm. sort of main comment at the end of the film was just like, "I really wish Robotnik would have just shot someone <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I really would have just liked a gun to his face. Yeah, just kill him. Just end He's it. He's got more lives. Can Sonic outrun a bullet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, like they have all these the plot so. requires. Not only can he outrun bullet. But uh, he can sit there and sort of pose about in between them, going, woo yeah! He's wasting time. We eventually do get to San Francisco, and we, mm. we kind of skimmed over some of the action sequences, which is largely Robotnik trying to kill Sonic using his robots. Yeah, they and get um, tiny. They're like little Mirishka dolls, like little cool. robots. I thought the little robot were kind they of creepy. They like um, the sort of uh, sentries you get in Portal. Mm-hmm. Like uh, with the sort yeah. of little red lights, and I mean, a bit lights of how 2001 and mm. in, in that sort of respect. Yes. Yeah. Which, and at first, I was like, oh, Robotnik's in that, and they've just destroyed it, so he's dead now, but he was just controlling them from his gravy truck. All the, dr- all the drones and stuff. Yeah, that um, was cool. I liked it. And like he's in his battle truck doing a dance. Like, I like that. I like the dancing to the 60s music. The kids really like that, just in my audience. Did they? Yeah, the kids like dancing. Who do, who knew? I think like the biggest laugh in the film was when Sonic flossed. Did the floss yeah. dance? Oh, God, the, I, I am not, not for me. I couldn't give a shit. But the kids, <laughs> he was flossing, and the kids were like, "Oh, oh it's wonderful!" They loved oh, it. No. I, saw, I, saw, <laughs> I saw an advert on Facebook about being on shipwrecked, and it said, uh, "Are you under twenty-five and extra?" And I was like, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> You're not extra? I'm not extra. So I think only extra people would have enjoyed the flossing. Are you basic? Yeah. I am basic, yeah. You're basic. <laughs> um, yeah, basic. I mean, we've not really mentioned Robotnik has a sidekick who he's perpetually Oh, yeah, he's horrible to on. him. Agent I bet. Stone. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was quite good. Or He reminded me a bit of um, 
uh, Alec Baldwin's sidekick in 30 Rock, his helper, Jonathan. Jonathan. Mm, Jonathan. Mm. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I feel like on set, because Jim Carrey's quite method, I feel like his life must have been a misery <laughs> on set. The, the actor who portrayed him, I made a note, Lee Majube, uh, mm-hmm. he has other past form in video game has movies. He? He was in Dead Rising Endgame, the second uh, Dead Rising movie. I did not know they made two. And he was also in a fan film version of Pokemon called Pokemon Apocalypse, <laughs> which is a three-minute fake gritty trailer where he plays Ash, Ash Ketchum. Oh, that's, he's good casting for that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's crazy. He's the, good. The guy who played Crazy Carl, he also appeared in Alone in the Dark, the Uwe nice. Boll movie. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Warcraft, apparently. Wow. wow. As an orc or a man in oversized armor. I have no idea. And uh, like in the trailers, you had Neil McDonough, who plays the Commander Bennington, who's like the army guy who mm. sort of yes. goes toe to toe with Robotnik. And he, um, among other roles, played M. Bison in Street Fighter The Legend of Chun Li. Wow. So, Something to look forward to. They've probably done that cost. quite deliberately because there must be like a fandom for all this. This is it. This is just us three. (laughs) Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. Wrong. I'm in charge. Is Major Ben charge? You've never seen anything like this before. It says on the top banana, in a world full of hungry little monkeys. Allow me to clarify. In a sequentially ranked hierarchy based on level of critical importance, the disparity between us is too vast to quantify. Agent Stone. The doctor thinks you're basic. I'm initiating a sweep sequence. Ten miles in every direction should suffice. Is he still looking at me funny? Yes, he is. Tell him to stop or I'll pull up his search history. Well, this is, uh, so, the director of Sonic, Jeff Fowler. Uh, His background is visual effects and animation. He uh, did an Oscar-nominated short Mm -hmm. film, animated film, called Gopher Broke. Ah, I see. It's about This was his directorial feature-length debut, so I guess that's kind of why he was hired to do it, was his background in, you know, making cute animals do stuff, so I why suppose. did he do the, the first Sonic we saw? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Must have been some kind... I feel like it Maybe was kind of a Frankenstein committee job. It is, isn't it? I mean, this film largely succeeds in a way that I'm not particularly passionate about but it largely succeeds and I feel like that is lucky because it mm. it seems like a film where there were too many cooks yeah there's I mean, so I, much has you, happened as you hinted this, this does seem like an average film so the fact that it's seen by the wider world as, as competent is, is a win that's it yeah, um, and there will be a sequel and I, I expect a sequel will improve on things because there's not this like in embarrassing toilet humour other than Sonic doing a blow off which was gross <laughs> like there's not this kind of embarrassing cringy feel to the script they might be doubling they might double down on the sequel though that's true they yeah I like, hope they don't Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah this. cinema score whatever was just yeah. like everyone loved the farts <laughs> we just farts Sonic time, is powered by the time they get to Knuckles you'll be full blown fisting Sonic oh fuck yeah let's do it Sonic, um, Sonic, free the movie. They go full homoerotic with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, beautiful. I want to see that. But will they bring back James Master? Do you think? 
Please. Really? He did a good job. But I He mean, made something out of a beige he, character. What else is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know, think he'd be up to him. But that's the thing. It's just like, I, I think James Marsden's great. I mean, you look mm. at Enchanted... Enchan- oh, I love yeah. Enchanted. Enchanted. Sorry, I keep on... It's almost said Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> Enchanted. I and think, he's amazing. He is great. I feel yeah, like James film. Marsden... I don't want to sound like I'm like his number one fan... But I feel like he's far too talented to have not had more of a career. Well, he can sing, he's, he's, he's funny. I think if it was the 50s, he'd be oh, yes. Danny Kaye. Yeah. He'd, he'd be, be a huge he, star. He should have been what Channing Tatum is now in terms of like all-round package. Like Channing Tatum, I feel like in the next 10 years, will be nominated for an Oscar. Mm. I don't see why James Marsden can't be in the same bracket. I think yeah. I'm going to try and make him a star. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not Sam Worthington, who's been held in the hard drive of the Avatar sequels for years. Has he? <laughs> is that just where been, he is? Just been stored in a backup. I rewatched, oh, Cameron's, I rewatched Avatar for the first time in like a, maybe 10 years yeah. recently, and it's like, oh God, he was he was it, wasn't he, for Do you remember, like, Because James um, Cameron's last film had been Titanic, which was predicted to be a titanic failure. It was going to be a disaster. And when it won absolutely every award going, it was an absolute juggernaut. Can you imagine being a new young actor and you're going, I'm cast in the new James Cameron film. It's the first film since Titanic that he's made. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Look what it did for Leonardo DiCaprio, who had already been nominated for an Oscar at that point, but never mind. Um, (laughs) Like, yeah, he's disappeared. Like I say, is he on like a CSI or something like no, that? He's I probably think, doing absolutely fine. I've, I think he's he's been very making his Avatar films for like I think a full. Well, they're years. still making them. They're making like several. Is it five Avatar singles? I think they've got. They're doing. They're not three planned. or they're four of them, them back to back. Yeah. <gasps> Currently filming. Oh my god, how depressing! Okay, I'm gonna look up Sam Worthington. See, <laughs> see what's going on with him. Because the th- it's like Sam Worthington, so he did. It was Avatar, it was Terminator Salvation. Yes. Oh, crikey, yeah. Clash you know, of the Titans. One of three sort of Terminator attempts to reboot and start new franchises. They're, they're all the start of the trilogy. Yeah. Well, so Terminator Genesis, which just came out, that was directed by Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool and executive produced it something. Was, it was Terminator Dark okay. Fate. Oh, sorry, Terminator Dark Fate. So, uh, uh, you get your timelines mixed up. Uh, it's just time travel. So uh, the way I sort of see this film, and I guess his involvement with this project, is very much like Deadpool for kids. It's like an action-adventure comedy superhero movie with a sassy lead who's talking back and mm. doing their own shtick. Maybe. Does he Does he ever talk to a camera? Does he break the fourth wall? I don't think well, he, he does. Well, he narrates. Oh, he does. That's sort of breaking the fourth roll. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's it's close enough, yeah. yeah is it diegetic kind of... or non-diegetic? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the voice coming from? There's, there was a little bit, uh, particularly early on, of some real clunky expositional dialogue. But that sort of went... They only mm. did it a couple of times and then they stopped doing that. So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Kew, kew, kew. <laughs> so what did Sam Worthington get up to in the past 10 he years? He punched a paparazzi and there was a lengthy trial oh. about five years ago. I think okay. maybe... Punched paparazzi though. And it sounded like it was pretty awful. Oh, right. <laughs> there was a long trial. He was banned. He was uh, the restraining order against him. He had to stay away from him for oh. six months after, like against Worthington. Yeah. Okay, that that, that maybe explains it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He, there's also a picture of him from about five years ago, and like, like he, real ba- ba- babe ain't looking great. 
Oh, because yeah. he was in the tit- the Titans movies, like Clash of the yeah, Titans. Yeah, he and hasn't the stopped stuff, working. So. Um, Sam, we we wish you the best, and you know, if you want to be in a Sonic sequel, <laughs> you know, it's I'm sure there. you yeah. can. I'm sure it can happen. Marston uh, oh. might be a star by then because of me. I'm gonna make <laughs> um, it happen. I will say James Marston is perhaps um, the speaker of my favourite joke in it because oh, yeah. they are um, they get to San Fran. And they're trying to get to the roof of this building where his ring, where Sonic's rings happen to where be. His ring is, yeah. Um, and they have Sonic in like a duffel bag, mm-hmm. and he won't shut up as as he's wont to do. Yeah, that pissed me off actually. I was like, shut the fuck up, leave him, Marston. <laughs> and like someone by by them in the elevator says, "Is it your child in there?" He says, "No." I mean, yes, it's a child, but it's not mine. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was that, fun. Um, that's, I think that's probably the one line in the script that was written down. And they're like, we're keeping this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. Child abduction is hot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hot right now. Yeah, they they um they arrive at the building by car, and the car's weaving all over the road because for some fucking reason they've let Sonic drive. Uh, that was stupid. I guess Why it was on the drive? budget list. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him do it. Just go. No, it's very. We're not very spoiled. Very he is. Spoiled. He's an entitled brat, You've but that is America, recent. isn't it? Eh? <laughs> what a concept! You have seen this more recently for me. He did have an actual bucket list, didn't he? Which he yeah, yeah. It had on okay. it things like girl dancing and stuff like that. He wanted to dance, make he, a best friend. I feel like make, bucket yeah. lists. Bucket oh. lists are written by very impulsive people who just keep adding to it. <laughs> yeah. So they might start a fight. With red decks and then added to lists like oh it's part of my list you can't blame me. <laughs> no, that's uh, it. Yeah, lurks yeah, on my bucket list. Also, like before they get to San Francisco, like Sonic is nearly killed by one of Robotnik's little robots, mm. and they get Maddie, uh, Marsden's wife, who's a vet. She has to tend to him, and she went, "I've never treated anything like this before." Um, the niece of Maddie brings Sonic some shoes, which mm. is quite cute, and Sonic goes. Nobody's ever bought me a gift before. I'm like, oh, way to throw Owl under the bus, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, he's you gave me that bag of rings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no one's ever given me a gift before. Also, but... Tails seems to think they're mates. So. <laughs> yeah, he's in for a shock. Yeah, isn't get ready. It's your best mate. <laughs> the fox. Yeah. Your only fox friend. I have two tails. Two tails. Yeah. My name is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... Sonic's really entitled. There's a bit where he starts having to go at Ozzy, the dog. He yeah. just is like, look at the state of you, man's best friend. I doubt it, mate. Like, do you know what, Sonny? Back off. That dog has done nothing wrong, and you are just being an You don't know that. I don't think it has. The dog might have, like, he's got skeletons in his doghouse. <laughs> I don't think, no, that dog looked pure. They are, they're on top, They get so they get up to the top of the roof, and Sonic suddenly realises, as, as long he goes, as long as I'm here, I wrote it down, as long as I'm here, I put everyone in danger. And it's not, sad because the fact is if he just shut the fuck up for mm. three seconds nobody would be in danger yeah it's not a he's not a victim of circumstance he's no. creating all yeah. the problems he says it's not bye. the whole like yeah the idea that oh i'm a potential like the government want me i'm a threat so you yeah know, if i stayed i can't get too close you know a whole sort of jason Bourne kind of that's kind it of thing. Oh, amazing if he turned out to be an amnesiac assassin and started, <laughs> like killing people yeah you can't get too close you can't get too close um, but I mean, no, it's just we... because he's just a loud mouth and annoying. I mean, we have glossed over the whole reason Robotnik's art him. Apart from, like, potentially killing loads of hospitals. <laughs> yeah, um, destroying patients. to get patients. his power. His quills have sort of unlimited energy. Again, for yeah, reasons which, unknown. Yeah, which isn't canon. And which also, 
wasn't very well realised. It's just that, it's like... It's a sparkly quilt. What, what do you want? I mean, it looked great, and I'm sure they'll sell a ton of them to kids, but... It's sparkly. Yeah, just, like, just, get, just get blue glow sticks. Yeah, and just be like, they, yeah they will. They're going to sell, they're gonna sell a few of those. Because um, the, the sort of synopsis mm. indicates that... In this live-action adventure comedy, Sonic and his new best friend Tom, James Marsden, team up to defend the planet from the evil genius Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey, and his yeah. plans for world domination. He's just a government contractor. He's, like, I'm not trying he to... Says, de- I'm not defending the military-industrial complex. <laughs> Sounds like you are, but go on. But is it world domination? It, like, he's brought in to eliminate, like, investigate the EMP and then yeah. eliminate the threat, but then finds that the quill gives him... You know, he, he sticks the quill in his uh, floating Eggmatron. Yeah, puts um, it in a console. And that allows him to also have sonic speed. So when Sonic is all cocky and freezing time, uh, Robotnik can also, you know, break He's that. like, I can be fast too. But just, that sort of thing always makes you think of, like, how Tails can keep up with Sonic in the games because he can fly, but... He does... can't, no, can he, because... Like, if you want to know what it's like to live as a woman in 2020, play Sonic 2 in one-player mode, give your friend Sonic, and you take the second controller and be Tails. You're, like, constantly going, come on, I need to chase, (laughs) smash through that glass ceiling, let me... Oh, God, I'm off the screen again. No, it's fucked, it's fucked, it's fucked. (laughs) That is is, um, a a wonderful realisation of the life of all women in this industry. (laughs) 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 They're on the edge, so they're on the edge of the roof. He's got his rings back. Robotnik is about to attack. And Sonic goes, this is the only thing I can do. He boots Marsden and Maddie off the top of this roof. Really they enjoyed that. Fought, like, but he doesn't just go, he doesn't go, I'm so sorry, and push them. Well, he guys, takes I've gr- got a plan. Yeah, he takes great glee in like, having to run up and just kicks them in the small of the back as hard as he can. And they go, ah, and fall off the building. It's harrowing. I would like to imagine that Sonic never stops doing that because now he yeah. realises he can save them. He must have a lot yeah. of fun. Well, because later on in the film, it's just like, hey, and next time, you know, don't push me off a tall building. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, he goes, huh, no promises. Like, no, fucking don't do that. <laughs> it went right that time. Not it might cool. not next maybe time. Maybe Tails is the only friend of Sonic because he's the only one who could survive being pushed off a cliff. It's so funny. <laughs> Sonic kept pushing me off buildings and I could just fly away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good Tails impression. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've been working in it since 92. Um, the owl also flew. Yes, yeah, true. So, so he only has friends who survive being pushed off. Survive, he's like, <laughs> he's a sadist, man. Mm. The time for talking is over. It's time to push buttons. Your flying eggs are pretty impressive, Mr. Eggman. But let's face it, you'll never catch me. Confidence. A fool's substitute for intelligence. That's not good. Uh. Sonic, I know you got the super speed and everything, but Maddie and I? Totally defenseless. Probably gonna get blown up. Pretty much, yeah. Don't worry. I know exactly what to do. I was not expecting that. But I was expecting not to expect something, so it doesn't count. Um, I, I did enjoy this final 
action sequence. Yeah, because, it's good. Because you've got your boss battle. You've got your Robotnik and the floaty device. Yeah. Yeah, and going Stonic's to Great going Wall of China for some reason. Yeah, they use the ring portal and they're like, we're in Egypt, we're in Paris, we're in China. Yeah. I thought that just gave them extra lives, the rings in the games. I didn't realise they were portals. Or is there, is there portal stuff in the Sonic games? Uh, at the end of levels in Sonic 1 there's a big ring and if you jump through it yeah. oh, okay. Stage. Okay. so that, yeah that, that was that was a little bit of fan service there there is a bit when he runs up the pyramids I s- swear I think Robotnik says no you can't go up there and I thought he was going to say that's a UNESCO <laughs> heritage like he says something he doesn't say oh, yeah, that's a no, UNESCO up the pyramid yeah, yeah, he goes yeah, up yeah. the pyramid and Robotnik's you like can't you can't go up there I don't know why he says you can't go up there but he doesn't say and I was like oh if he says that I'll be really happy I mean didn't, he doesn't but didn't get any kind of promotional sponsorship from, from UNESCO, UNESCO <laughs> so it was I don't Olive what, Garden I don't really know what UNESCO is Zillow Olive Garden <laughs> now that scene was annoying Oh, I quite enjoyed that. I mean, yeah. for, for our listeners who maybe have not seen the film for some reason, at the end of the film, we'll get back to the action sequence, but yeah, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the film, um, for their as a reward, the US military gifts them something. And James Marston does say, ooh, it's a, a letter from the president. And I did think for a hot minute, is he wanting a letter from Donald Trump? <laughs> That's what I thought. He went, yeah, it's a letter from the president. My like, favourite you... guy is suddenly because he wears a little MAGA hat and goes, <laughs> They're like, just hoping. Ah, that... <laughs> my bestie Trump, finally. <laughs> They're going, this film needs longevity. And in a year's time, when there's a like great socialist president, people are going to watch this and go, oh, cool, yeah, he's hearing from his... But, you know, it's not. Trump's winning a second term. Nazism's really popular right now. Yeah. yeah. So there we are. Um... <laughs> but back to Happy World of Sonic. He is yeah. gifted... An Olive Garden card, which, again, is that thing where most people in the UK don't really know what Olive Garden is. No, it's basically Pizza Express, isn't it? But you know what? If I was a British child aged, you know, seven or eight watching a film about Sonic, what I'd hope for is a lengthy riff on Olive Garden. Yes. (laughs) But we managed to sell that as a bit of a disappointment anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's product placement, but it just makes it sound depressing. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. It works both ways. It kind of worked, didn't it's it? It's like, ah, take that capitalism, but also thanks very much for the check. <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, they're, so, they're going like, oh, I quite like the Olive Garden gift card. Sonic is so excited that they've let him live in the loft with some fairy lights. And they're <laughs> staying in Green Hills. The characters in this film settle for so little. Yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting. I think the sequel should take place two weeks later. I'll and they're furious. They are really annoyed with their Marston's decision. like weeping. Like, we we right. couldn't have children. There's quills in the shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like when going back to where Sonic's like out cold and the wife wakes him up in, Maddie wakes him up in her sister's kitchen. The second Sonic's awake, he flower immediately destroys that kitchen. Mm-hmm. And faces zero. Shout's gotta go first. Also, the niece sees him and is like, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she could not. Seen him on the news, or like maybe yeah, like Jack know. and Dexter came the other week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fine, um, fine, fine. But again, I think this all boils down to that nineties thing. I've, I've I've seen this online where. They say you wouldn't be questioning this sort of stuff in a nineties film. No, you wouldn't. Okay, maybe that's rose tinted glasses. Or Amy Rose tinted glasses. Hey, Amy Rose tinted glasses. I was glad she didn't make an appearance. That would annoy me. <laughs> All the characters. <laughs> Wouldn't annoy me. Big the cat. Big the cat. Could have had him fishing and looking for that frog. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think the film does invite the sort of questions, like why, why doesn't the child scream? She doesn't care that much, and 
the sister is the only one who seems to act like a human being about it. She's like, what the hell is this? And they have to tie her up, which is startling. Yeah. They leave her tied up. And she, at one he's point a cop. she goes, I Remember, need to use the bathroom. He's a cop. Yeah. He should like, know this is do illegal. That. <laughs> Marston, please don't restrain that woman. It's her house. I think that just sort of like goes even further into Marsden's maybe Trump leanings. <laughs> probably, probably big yeah. fan of 24. He's <laughs> a small things differently in guy. the Swags house, yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of the last things we see are Robotnik. They How they defeat him is they send him through a ring portal to live on that mushroom planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Robotnik, we cut him and he goes... And he looks like Canon Robotnik, which was Big quite moustache cool. moustache and bald. Yeah, full on. And he goes, uh, it, takes, it would take most people a lifetime to get back from this planet. I'll get back there in less than a year. Like, we're seeing a sequel. Mm-hmm. We're seeing but a sequel. But just the, the design of that mushroom land, you know, it was just sort of like really odd and strange. And it just yeah. looked very imaginative. And you sort of think like... Dali, like a Dali painting. Yeah, I would have liked some of that kind of inventive, imaginative world. Instead, we just have to of the universe thing, where He-Man comes to our world. Yeah, stop setting these things on Earth. Yeah, we know what Earth's like. It's shit. They didn't learn their lesson. In Sonic two thousand and six, a lot of your time is spent just running around a town, going up to people who are like, "I'm sorry, I can't help you," and then you go up to them again because you forget you've seen them, and they say the same thing again. I don't need to see my favorite video game character interact with people like me mm. well the box office would say otherwise <laughs> oh people have been, it was, it, do you know what yeah. it wasn't that bad but like I do want to see more on the planet yeah and I it's think, done well there's going to be a sequel who knows where the plot of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 will take us well hopefully but, they'll use my fan fiction as a basis yes send in the script get the email yeah. address of I don't know. Paramount. Paramount. It's fine. Paramount at Paramount.com. I've got a literary agent. I'm going to email her right now. (laughs) I mean, we've talked about how we feel it is kind of like an average film, but I mean, is it it a film we would recommend, do you think? If you like Sonic, I don't know if you'll be disappointed by this film. I can't imagine anyone... I'm I'm 35 years old. I can't imagine a 35-year-old going along to see it and going... Oh, it was just wonderful. It was everything I ever imagined. But, like, you get to see Sonic on the big screen. Jim Carrey's fun. I really think Marsden is good. Mm-hmm. And and it's also... It's all so competent. Yes. <laughs> so, Rory, I mean, do you differ in opinion at all? Or do you... Um... So, <laughs> I think that, that, that one sound should have been the review. <laughs> Look, it's clearly a film for kids. Yes. It's targeted at kids. It's fused that way. And it, and I think six to eight-year-olds, it's probably the best movie ever. Yeah. Oh, or, the kids or somebody in with the that cinema mental age. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like, uh, I wish it well. <laughs> such a, like, undisappointed parent. This sounds like when Marsden and Sonic are saying goodbye. <laughs> I wish you well. It's like, best of luck. Yes. To, that was an interesting few days. To Sonic. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like, I know fans of Sonic and who've really enjoyed it you know and it's mm. the film they've wanted and this film they've you know been craving and there's baby no Sonic way, in it and there's that's no big way right this now. was the film any adult was like <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted mm. so it's yeah. <laughs> there's no way <laughs> but it's it's yeah but I mean that's the thing is that it, competent is the, is yeah. the right word is that it it just I, I think the Mario film is more interesting just because it went completely bizarro yeah they really and went it's for just, it and it's just it's like I'm fascinated by by that film. This film was just let's make a competent generic yeah. kids movie 
just so happens to have Sonic in it yeah. and we can throw in little bits and pieces here. That's it. They did what Spencer's. they set out to do and they just didn't aim high enough, I don't There's, think. Yeah, it's it's mildly... There are moments of mild amusement. Yeah. There are moments where it is almost charming. Yeah, um, not when Sonic won't shut the fuck up. That yeah, is not charming. but that's the thing. It 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 just feels quite slow. Like yeah, it, it's, for for a film which is all about you know quick quick quick, mm. it just kind of drags and plods. Yeah. It was just a little tedious. <laughs> it was a little bit grating, <laughs> and I just I wasn't expecting much. And Rory doesn't believe in magic. <laughs> <laughs> this film is not magic. It didn't deliver much, so it's yeah. why. Yeah, so, you know, that's I think it. I think Robotnik says it's like, well, I didn't expect that, but I expect to to not expect. Oh yeah, something. I was expecting so it unexpected. It doesn't count. That was quite funny. Yeah. That, do you know what's really great? My favorite thing was over the credits. Um, they show the events of the movie, but in sixteen bit mm. animation, yeah. and that yeah. looked really cool. That was nice. That That's was nice. Fun for seeing, seeing movie version Robotnik in 16 bit. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. They should have done a tie in game. Yeah. And you get to have a long car journey with James Master. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, like I'm going to buy it. Stuff. A real time simulator <laughs> yes. thing where it's just like. Do you want anything from the gas station? <laughs> get Christian Whitehead, you know, the guy who did Sonic Mania. Yeah. yeah, yeah Taxman. Yeah, yeah. Get him to do a. 16-bit version of this yeah film. well they, they included music from Sonic Mania in this film yeah as well. they did and, and, and was, some Green Hill Zone yeah music. a lovely bit of piano Green Hill Zone there was like the a honky tonk yeah. yeah it's cute I would sort of be on the same wavelength as you guys I think it was um kind of a little bit workmanlike I think this film could have been made in the 90s or the noughties or today yeah not with that CGI but, though it would I don't know, but there's a part of me, there's a nihilistic version uh, of me who wants to see terrible versions of Sonic. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think this podcast would have been rowdier had we had a worse film. Yes, I think I think that's mm. the, the problem, is that it's... It's a PG film. The, there's nothing wrong yeah. with a PG film, yeah. but there's no... Ooh, does that really be in there? Sort yeah. Of thing? yeah. The, the most offensive thing about it is just how inoffensive That's it, it yeah. Is. It's like you say, they took a, they didn't take a big swing and have a miss. They took a small swing and went and knocked the ball ten yards and went, there you go. But maybe the next one will be the last Jedi of the trilogy where all everything you've knew about Sonic is upturned and Shadow the Hedgehog appears and <laughs> shoots James and James Marston. There's like your classic His opening scene. It's like I hate it in sequels where the, the love interest, which is a phrase I hate, but the love interest dies in the first five minutes, <laughs> gets fridged, and James Marston gets fridged. And oh, Shadow yeah. appears. I'm <laughs> your secret cousin. And um oh, yeah. Sonic no his tails. Like, yeah. who? Who the who are you? Your best friend. No, what? I don't care about you. I cannot stress this enough. I don't care about you. <laughs> Sonic is a sociopath. But I mean, Sonic also breaks the law multiple times, so he should really be taken in. Yeah, like, as a cop, James Marsden hasn't done his he job. He steals um, from a gift shop at one point. On their road trip, they see a big mm. rubber ball land, and he does that thing where he raises in really quickly and comes back and says, the gift shop was great. But I think he paid for it. There's no way he would have had, the, in that speed, would have paid for a transaction. What are you talking about? He doesn't have any it's cash Sonic. anyway. He got it out of the glove box. <laughs> I'm sure they could have inserted, like, Visa, product placement, contactless pay. Oh, they'd have loved Swift to. pay or something. Yeah. You know, just like... Sonic's probably got an Apple Pay chip in his palm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think this is definitely a film any parent would be happy just to put on for the kids to 
to entertain. Oh, can you and, imagine and being there's a no parent? Songs. There's no songs. No so songs. You in, yeah, the best thing I can say about the film is there's no songs, <laughs> which the kids will sing you as, as nausea. Can you imagine being a pet? Oh, they might sing Don't Stop Me Now. Good. Yeah. That might as well have a good song in there, because in the trailer <laughs> is Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> Away! <laughs> yes, that's my one go-to song at a karaoke bar, where I know the chorus and nothing else. What? Good Gangster's Paradise? Yeah. Even my mama said something, something. <laughs> didn't deserve it. Spending most of our love oh, There's no excuse. You've got to practice before you go karaoke. The thing is, is um, if this had been made in the 90s, I'm sure Coolio would have made a cameo appearance. Oh, yeah. He'd have just seems up. like the thing he would have done in that time. <laughs> he would uh, appear in anything like that, definitely. Who cameos in Batman and Robin? Coolio. Oh, <laughs> there you go then. There we are. Yeah, I mean... Well done, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Well done, Sonic. Go, a golf clap. You a golf are clap all of the film. right. <laughs> yeah, no, you made it. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad to. So it turned out all right for Sega and the people who made this film. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's the money. That, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, it's not a film I'm in a rush to see again. No, absolutely not. But they, they pulled it off. Yeah. In some like I'm just I'm happy that it's doing well. Yeah. Marsden and Carrie, dignity intact. Yeah. For now. <laughs> Every, <laughs> do you know what? Everyone involved, dignity intact, including the special effects team. So um, I think that's us closing the lid for now into the sequel. Yeah. Uh, for the Can headshot. I come back for the sequel if yeah. I ruined yeah. it? When it's, um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're more than welcome. Uh, what Particularly if you get a story credit as well. Yes. Please. About yeah. writing it. <laughs> what's, our, what's the next film on the agenda? Well, it's coming up to our third anniversary of the podcast, and as is now tradition, I suppose, because it's uh, going to be another Tomb Raider movie. So our first ever episode was Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander, then we did the Angelina Jolie, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, and so now we're going to be doing Lara Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Hooray! Ah. The second Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movie. Is that Alicia Vikander one from three years ago? Is it the third anniversary? Yeah. It's crazy. That film came out at the beginning 20, of 2017. Well, 20, 2018, 2019, 2020. So two so, years. Second anniversary. Second anniversary. That's, <laughs> right. That's how numbers work. <laughs> Nets is cool. Thanks, Sonic. You're, you're editing this, so I can, you can decide whether to keep it in. That's fine, whatever. I'm a dummy. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I've, I've not seen this film since it came out. I didn't. I haven't seen it at all. I've seen the first... Angelina Jolie won quite a bit and I never bothered with the sequel. I do remember... Is Chris Barry in it? Chris Barry is also Chris Barry still in it. it. And also, it was the first time I encountered Jared Butler and he's full Scottish. And yeah. I remember some of the few times I've seen Scottish people in the film and I was like, <laughs> I don't understand what he's saying. When wow, he's... imagine what the Americans must No, have it was like... It's how how I view Jared Butler and Tomb Raider was how Americans thought Train Spotting was. Yeah, I like needed subtitles. <laughs> you, have Raider. you seen Jared Butler in the Phantom of the Opera movie they did? No. So they tried to make Andrew Webber's Phantom of the Opera, a musical I'm not keen on, into a film, but it should work on film. It's you mm. know, there's no reason. It's not like Cats, which can't possibly work, but it should have worked. And they fucked it. Like, it's terrible. Gerald Butler plays the Phantom. The whole point of the Phantom is he is a beautiful singer. Gerald mm. Butler can't sing. Well, it's mental. I and he's literally going, like, blah, 
I mean, I, I haven't seen him sing, so mm. I would have assumed, oh, he's in it because he can. But yeah, like no. maybe he's got musical theatre chops we don't know about. He no, he's in 300 about how this is Sparta. <laughs> he sounds like that mm. as the fantasy. Maybe oh, they nice. should just auto-tune it. This is Sparta! This yeah. is music of the night! Yeah, I think he was very wounded, but like it's it's Russell Crowe in Les Mis bad. But see, even I, harder. I like Russell Crowe and Les Mis. Why? Because it's... He's dressed like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> he is. <laughs> big because, blue hat. Because well. it's like, it is, it feels like a man who can't sing trying to sing. Yeah. But that sort of speaks to his character. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, but no, do you know I, what? Because Javert's meant to be really menacing. The yeah. whole film, Russell Crowe looks like he's... A about two seconds away from going, I'm so sorry about this to everyone in the crew. He but just looks so embarrassed. I like that energy. I like that. that, that <laughs> he likes Javert looking like, oh, I like God. that tension that he might just track at any moment. Grabbing his willy and going, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so. <laughs> so on for our second anniversary. Second anniversary. <laughs> second Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movie. Excellent. Yes. Next Can't time. wait. Cradle of Life. Cradle of Life indeed. Uh, so... Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, Have you got anything you'd like to plug, promote? Oh, why not follow me on Twitter at SoozUK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. Also, you can donate to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash SoozUK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. Anyone who Patreons $5... Uh, gets access to the full video of my 2018 show Supersonic 90s Kid which was all about Sonic the Hedgehog filmed at the Bill Murray in 2018 you can watch it (laughs) yeah I mean if you're listening to this you you kind of have to (laughs) yeah maybe you like Sonic maybe you like what like if you find me obnoxious don't watch it because this is what I'm like but if you've (laughs) listened to this podcast and gone haha I want to hear more from her check out the show five (laughs) dollars yeah and you've also got uh a podcast of your own? I do. Oh, yeah, I should have plugged that. I've got a podcast of my own, which I do with comedians Chris Stokes, Masood Milas. It's called Mystery on the Rocks. We drink incredible cocktails. We solve real-life mysteries that are unsolved. And we have a guest comedian each week. Guests have included Nish Kumar, Nick Helm, Beck Hill. Upcoming guests include Mr. Biffo of Digitizer. Oh, lovely yeah. Mr. Biffo. He's love Mr. great. Biffo. I'm love filming Digitizer. something with him tomorrow. Yeah. <sighs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Mystery on the Rocks is great. I listened to the Beck Hill episode. Ah, it's just, that's the latest one. Just, just came out. Yeah. That's a particularly good movie. And you name drop uh, the Prince of Persia movie I in did. that as well. Yeah, so, which you must have covered. Do listen to <laughs> Mystery in the Rocks and as well. Uh, uh, Harry, do you have anything you'd like to yeah, plug? Yeah, my, my next comedy gig is um, at The Big Nose at the Boogaloo in Highgate. And that is on the 27th of February, 2020. So why not check me out there? And comedy uh, gig, I hasten to add. Comedy gig. <laughs> comedy gig. And uh, and if you in if you like video games and video game music and playing video games in a club setting, then you can look up Gamer Disco, where we do video game and music club nights in and around London. So find us on social media. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Rory Steele. I'm at Only Man Who Can. And the music for this episode was composed by David Lightfoot. And you can find Games on Film. We're on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Games on Film Pod. You can email us, gamesonfilmpod at gmail.com. Our website is gamesonfilm.witsite.com slash podcast. And you can find all episodes on SoundCloud. We're on 
Acast, we're on Spotify, we're wherever you find podcasts. So please like, rate, review, subscribe and share with friends and family. I think we should have got Sonic to have said all that. Depression is no good! <laughs> well, That's Sonic. Sonic says... Sonic says, if uh, getting a hug from someone you love is great, but if someone touches you where you don't want to be touched, this is a real thing from the cartoon. Yep. Sonic oh says, God. check out Sonic says. I will. There's one where he says, tumble dryers look really fun, but don't get in. They'll break your bones. It's like, that's not a thing. That's and not he, a thing people do. He, bloody hell, he gets into one in this movie. He does. Gym. He's like, it's my home gym. Must yeah. be a reference. Like a deep cut. Sonic, so that bit in Sonic says. Sonic did not follow what he says. No. Terrible. Terrible role model. Well, thank well, you very much, much for joining us. to digest. I wish we could offer a bit of life advice at the end, but you know, you're listening to a review of Sonic the Hedgehog, so like, you need to sort your own life out there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.